Hi there. So welcome to the very first lesson in strategic case study. In the first video, we I went through the overview. We look at the course outline and we considered the various things that we need to or we'll be going through uh, in a four-month period for this course. Now, the first thing we want to look at, as you can see from your study uh, test, is evaluate strategic objectives for specific scenario. Evaluation of strategic obje objective for specific scenario. That's the first unit. Now, so at the end of this unit, we have some learning outcomes here that we need to look out for. So after you study this chapter, you should be able to, one, explain strategy. So what strategy is, you should be able to explain the levels and elements of strategy. There are three levels of strategy. There are three elements of strategy. We'll be looking at that in a moment. Then you should be able to explain the lenses of strategy. There are three lenses of strategy. Uh, you should be able to explain mission and vision. Then also you should be able to explain the concept of stakeholder value creation. So when we say creating value for stakeholders, what does it mean? We'll be looking at that. Then you should be able to explain organizational culture. So when we say corporate culture, organizational culture, what is organizational culture? We'll be looking at that as well. Then you should be able to explain the concept of corporate social responsibility, very important aspect of the syllabus. And then be able to explain business ethics. So we're looking at the various business ethics concepts, the role of accountants. And then the last thing is to explain the role of accountants. So these are the lesson outcomes. So at the end of going through this chapter, we should be able to have an understanding of what strategy is explaining the levels of strategy, the elements of strategy, the lenses of strategy, vision, mission, objective, stakeholder value, organizational uh, um, uh, culture, corporate social responsibility, business ethics, and then the role of accountant. We should be able to explain all of that in this chapter. Right, so let's begin the journey with some um, definitions. So when we say strategy, what is a strategy? Now, if I ask you, on a layman's view to explain the word strategy what would you say strategy is now for instance if if we say that um, you're going to beat somebody you hear the word strategy being used a lot by footballers by boxers what technique what strategy are you using basically you're going to say that how you're going to be overcoming um, your opponent or how you're going to be overcoming your 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 counterpart or your competitor so strategy simply has to do with that aspect okay what we do as a company in order to gain competitive advantage right in order to gain advantage over their, comp their competition in order to lead in the market in order to uh, be st stand out in the market but also our strategy should not be easily copied by other companies to implement because if it is something that can easily be copied then uh, we it's not a strategy right because everybody can do it and you won't be able to gain competitive advantage now to discuss the issue about strategy we are going to borrow the thoughts of um four people or four group of people uh chandler we're going to look at peter Drucker's idea we're going to look at johnson schools and whittington's thoughts and we're going to be looking at henry Mitzbeck's thoughts so these four key people are going to be the key people's whose thoughts we are going to be borrowing on how they see strategy and how they define strategy now let me start off the bed that it is difficult to define strategy that is why we will borrow the thoughts of these four people to bring home what strategy is 
Okay, so at the end of the day, when we put these four thoughts from Chandler, from Peter Draka, from uh, uh, Johnson Schools and Whittington, and also from Henry Medzbeck, Professor Henry Medzbeck, these four together will be able to draw home what strategy actually is. So what is a strategy? So let's begin with a definition by Chandler and then, um, uh, did I say Chandler? Sorry, Chandler and then Peter Draka. So Chandler defines strategy as the determination of the basic long-term goals and the objectives of an enterprise and the adoption of the co of courses of action and the allocation of resources necessary for carrying out these goals. So get that definition very well. The determination of the basic long-term goals, level one, and the objective of the enterprise, level two. So long-term goals, level one, objectives level two and the adoption of courses of action various action that we take and the allocation of resources necessary for the carrying out of these goals so that is what Chandler uh, uh, defines uh, how Chandler defined uh, strategy then let's look at Peter Drucker's definition of strategy Peter Drucker defined strategy as a pattern of activities that seeks to achieve the objectives of the organization and adopt its scopes, its scope, resources, and operations to the organizational changes in the long term. Let me take that again. A pattern of activities that seeks to achieve the that seek to achieve the objectives of the organization and adopt its scopes, resources, and operations to the environmental changes in the long term. So Chandler is saying that you determine the basic long-term goals, you look at your objectives, you look at the course of actions that you need to take, and the resources required to achieve those goals. Then Peter Drucker is also saying that it is a pattern of activity, something you do over a long period of time to achieve your objective. But not only are you doing something over a long period of time to achieve your objective, you need to be adaptive because we are living in a businesses are in dynamic environment and things that worked, something that worked yesterday may not work today. Something that worked last year may not work this year. So you must also be adaptive. So ready to change as and when things change, both in your environment as well as what? in your operation so these two definitions if we want to put them together and find out some thoughts about strategy we can see that strategy contains several elements such as one organized activities so strategy entails some organized activity well organized activity we do this followed by that followed by this followed by this organized activity two the purpose of these activities is to achieve an objective. So we are not just doing the activities or we are not performing the activities. We are not just undertaking an activity. The purpose of that activity is to achieve an objective. Three, environmental factors can influence strategy strongly. That is what Peter Draka mentioned, that the organization must adapt okay, the scope to the changes in the environment, to the changes in operation. So environmental factors can affect and we'll be looking at environmental factors uh, in a moment political factors uh, uh, ecological factors social factors technological factors uh, um, economic factors and the legal factors all of these factors and others can affect what 
the strategy of an organization then strategy is long term strategy is long term so it's not a long it's not a short term thing it's not something we do for a month and that is all no it's a long term thing that we do then flexibility the environment is continually changing which means strategies cannot be rigid and unchanging so strategy has to be flexible so that we can easily adapt to changes so we don't say okay this is how we do things in this company so even if things have changed and the way we do things in the company doesn't work that is strategy as design uh, things don't work in the company we are still going to be following that thing no we have to be flexible and then the last thing is that strategies involve an enterprise in doing different things with different resources so strategy involves an enterprise or a company doing different things with different uh, resources so these are from these two definitions from child blah and then uh peter draka these are some of the thoughts we can come together to say strategy entails but not only did these two people talked about strategy but also johnson shows and then wettington johnson shows and wettington or johnson's course depending on the school you attended and the teacher who taught you phonics so johnson shows and wettington jsw uh, define strategy as the direction and scope of an organization over the long term which achieves competitive advantage in a changing environment through its configuration of resources and competences with the aim of fulfilling stakeholders expectation I love this definition the direction and scope of an organization over the long term which achieves competitive advantage in a changing environment through its configuration of resources and competences with the aim of fulfilling stakeholders expectation what does that mean now this definition just looks like the summary of the two definitions by chandler and then uh, uh and then peter draka but there are two things that johnson shows and wettington brought to our notice here that we need to take it take into consideration they brought into our uh, notice that strategy over a long period of time and the company want to achieve competitive advantage remember i mentioned this now you see at the end of the day the strategy implemented by a company should enable it to gain competitive advantage in other words to lead in the market in other words to have a, a large market share in other words to dominate in the market in other words to control in the market so if you are implementing a strategy that is not giving you that competitive edge that is not giving you that competitive advantage that is not making you the dominant uh, company in your industry then it, it is not a strategy that's the first thing but not only that the strategy we implement and the various activities we undertake and the various resources we utilize is not only aimed at giving us competitive advantage in our industry, giving us competitive advantage on the international market, but also to fulfill stakeholders' expectations. Very important. Stakeholders' expectations. Very important. So, whatever strategy that we're going to be implementing at the end of the day we need to look at take it into consideration what the stakeholder and we're going to be looking at the role really of stakeholders and strategy later on under a subtopic referred to as strategy evaluation where we look at how we value strategy taking into consideration all of the stakeholders but i'm going to be talking about uh, a couple of things also here so 
what are the expectations of stakeholders then? Now, depending on the school of thought you are coming from, we define stakeholders as uh, individuals who are interested uh, in, in the activities of an organization and affected directly or indirectly by the operations of the organization, all right? So individuals, companies, or uh, board uh, organizations who are interested in the operations of an, of an entity or a company and are affected directly or indirectly by the operations of the company. So at the end of the day, whatever strategy we are undertaking must fulfill the stakeholders' expectation from our company. So what are some of the stakeholders we have? Now, you know those already, so I'm not going to work a lot on that, okay? You know those already, I'm not going to work much on that. Um, we have the shareholders of the company, we have the management of the company, we have the employees of the company, we have the customers of the company, we have the government, we have the um, suppliers, we have the finance providers or creditors of the company. All of these people are stakeholders of the company, meaning that when we are undertaking strategy, our aim is fulfilling what? the expectation of our shareholders, of our stakeholders. So number one, shareholders, what are their expectations? Primarily, shareholders expect maximization of their wealth. In other words, strategies that we implement that causes money, that causes shareholders to lose their money, is not a good strategy. So maybe if the strategy doesn't give us a competitive edge, then certainly the strategy cannot maximize the wealth of the shareholders because shareholders always want to see high profit, want to see the share prices of the company going up, want to see more dividend, increase in the dividend, so that their investment will make what? Money for them. So every strategy we undertake, we must make sure that we are maximizing the wealth of the shareholders. Not only that, management. What is the management, what is the role of management? Usually management are interested uh, in making policies of the company, right? So whatever strategy that the organization is taking into consideration, it must make sure that it is um, going, in through, going through the policies or helping the management in order to make good policies in the future. Now, remember that management are the agent of the company to the shareholders because shareholders are the principal they employ the management so there is a difference between ownership and management in most cases in a public company but in a private company it's almost like the same so management are also there then the employees usually the employees are interested in their um, working conditions wages and salaries um, some working environment all of those things shareholders uh, employees are interested in so if a company takes a strategy which causes people to lose their job company takes a strategy which makes employees not to have good working environment a company takes a strategy which will cause or uh, will be disastrous or hazardous to the health of the employees meaning that it is not going to fulfill the expectation of the employees and that will make the strategy not to work because at the end of the day, when a ma the management designs a strategy, the implementation of the strategy is done by the employees of the company. So if they are affected by the strategy, they are likely to resist what? The strategy. Then, aside that, we come to the customers of the company. Customers. Now, customers are the... Now, Peter Drucker defined uh, employees as the lifeblood of a company, meaning that without them, the company cannot run. So we take care of employees very well. Then the next line is the customers. The customers are also the rulers. Or they, 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 are the, they are the people of the company. The success of every company is the ability of the company to listen to its customers, period.
I don't care the quality of the product. I don't care the after-sales services. I don't care anything you do. But it's about listening to the customer. So if the customer says they want this, you give it to them. But it is not all the time that you listen to the customers because sometimes customers don't really know what they want until you give them something beyond what they are experiencing now, which is improvement. And that causes them to become curious. They cause them to demand for more. So customers play a key role. Now, customers traditionally want... Um, quality products, right, at prices that they can afford, then they want to have some convenience when they are dealing with you, so some after-sales services. So if companies implement strategies that cannot provide quality products uh, to their clients, cannot uh, sell products at a price that uh, customers think it's reasonably right for them to buy, and it is not convenient for them, then they are not going to be buying. So whatever strategy we are implementing as a company, we must take care of what the customers. Then we're going to look at maybe government or government agencies, like the Ghana Revenue Authority, like the Ghana Standard Authority, like the Food and Drug Authority, or yes, all of those, the, the Bank of Ghana. All of, so depending on the industry we are in, we would have to find out, is this strategy unlawful to the legal regulatory framework that guides our industry that we are in is very important. It's very important. So these are these are some of the things that we do in relation to fulfilling. So we must look at what Johnson, Schultz, and Whittington are saying is we have to look at these stakeholders, look at what they are expecting from us, then we design our strategy in such a way to fulfill their um, um, to fulfill their expectation. Now we will look at how this feeds into the success of the company in a in another uh, lesson later on when we discuss performance appraisal and looking at the balance scorecard. Because your ability to satisfy your customers plays a key role. However, not only about satisfying your customers, when you regularly improve upon your business processes, it means that your business systems will work efficiently and effectively. If your business processes are working efficiently and effectively, it means you'll be able to satisfy your customers, which means you'll produce a quality product at a price they can take and then also convenient for them. Then once you are satisfying your customers, boom, sales is going to go up and all other things being equal, you are going to be profitable. Once you are profitable, then you are maximizing the wealth of the shareholders. Once you are maximizing the wealth of the shareholders, all other things being equal, you are going to be a good corporate, uh, 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 a responsible corporate entity paying tax or giving back to the community. So that is the definition for strategy by Johnson, Shows, and then Wettington. But a key question we need to ask ourselves is, what is the purpose of an organizational strategy? Why should an organization have a strategy? That is a key question that we need to ask. The purpose of organizational strategy is to achieve goals of the mission statement. It is done by developing a logical plan for utilizing the organization's strengths and then resources. So every strategy contains a clear purpose. And we'll look at mission, vision, and objective goals later on. But every strategy contains a clear purpose. Why do we want to do this? Okay, we want to increase sales. We want to increase... Uh, uh, um, um, 
returns on, on our profit. We want to maximize the wealth of the shareholders. We want to uh, increase the welfare of our employees. So every strategy contains a clear purpose. Number two, measurable expected outcomes. So key performance indicators. So there are also key performance indicators for every uh, uh, um, strategy that we undertake and we'll be looking at KPIs objectives uh, later on in our discussion three fallback plan in the event where primary strategy cannot be implemented so this is like plan B so you have this develop a strategy but you must always have a fallback plan okay what if the strategy doesn't go through the way we want it what are the back what is the backup plan that we're going to have so you must have that the cost and benefits developing an organization strategy using SWOT analysis. So we need to look at how we can um, look at uh, the cost of the strategy and then the benefit that it is bringing. All other things being equal, the benefit of the strategy should be more than what? The cost, definitely, right? To maximize the wealth of our shareholders as a profit-making organization. As a profit-making organization. To some extent, other writers also say that strategy can also be def uh, the strategy that organization use defines the culture of the organization as well as the business module of the organization and we're going to be getting through into this later on because the kind of strategy in place of an organization will affect the kind of culture within the organization and also affect the business modules that uh, the organization uses in relation to that. Now, another question that comes on board, okay, that is, okay, so if a strategy has to, or must have a clear uh, purpose, a strategy must have um, a measurable expected outcome, like key performance indicators, a strategy must, um, uh, must have the cost and benefit analysis, then what is, and strategy can affect the corporate culture and the business module, then what is the difference between um, strategy and then structure? like the strategy in place and organizational structure. Now, you see, um, these things cannot be separated. They're, they are interrelated. What does it mean? It simply means that the structure of the organization affects the strategy. The strategy of the organization affects the structure. For instance, if a company like, um, I think, Ecobank, if developing uh, the apps. Now, a lot of banks are developing apps now. What does that mean? It means that people can uh, open accounts, can transfer money from their Momo into their accounts, from their account to Momo. So many people are not going to go to the bank. Now, what it means is that to some level, it is going to change the organizational structure. It's going to change the location, the number of branches that companies are going to have. They're going to be closing a lot of branches now. That is also going to be leading to unemployment in the country. So it means that the strategy to become technologically inclined and also to provide convenience to the customers is going to change the structure of the company. Now, it is because of the kind of organizational structure in place, the kind of management that are in place, that is affecting the strategy that they are undertaking. So, strategy and structure cannot be isolated. They are intertwined. One affects the other, and the other also affects the other. So, that is what you have to understand about the difference between strategy and then structure. They, are not, they cannot be isolated. They are intertwined and they are joined with each other. So that is what we must understand when it comes to the um, definition of strategy by Childla, Peter Draka, 
and then Johnson shows and Whittington. Remember, I told you four people. So, Prof. Uh, Henry Medzbet, you'll look at his definition of strat uh, strategy later on during the end of this uh, discussion about understanding strategy. The next thing we want to look at is levels of strategy. Levels of strategy. Now, we're going to be borrowing the thoughts of Johnson, Schultz, and Whittington a lot when we are in discussing strategic management issues because um, they are their the, the book on um, um, strategic ma strategic management is a key book that um, even the CA Ghana referred to that book a lot in their book on corporate strategy, ethics, and governance. So there are a lot of things in strategic case study that Johnson, Schultz, and Whittington is going to be there. So we're going to be borrowing their thoughts a lot in the discussions that we're going to have here. So levels of strategy. Now, according to Johnson, Schultz, and Whittington, we can analyze um, strategy into three hierarchical levels into three hierarchical levels and the way the levels of strategy is would depend on the kind of strategies that we implement as a company so it is very important we understand the levels of strategy and also know at each level what kind of strategy that we undertake the first one to talk about is corporate strategy corporate strategy. Now, this is the general direction of the whole organization. It answers the question, what businesses should we be in? So that is a corporate level, okay? It's like top level management. So at a corporate level, what kind of businesses should we be in? Now, I'm going to use a scenario about GN Group, okay, to be able to explain the idea on levels of strategy, GN Group. Now, so GN Group, that's a group of company by Papa Kwesi Ndjum. So when we talk about corporate strategy, the whole direction of the organization, what businesses should we be in? Has to do with, okay, what businesses should we be in? Then they said, okay, we want to be in insurance, so GN Insurance. We want to be in banking, so GN Bank. We want to be in real estate. Uh, we want to be in um, um, hotels. So uh, what's the name of that hotel? Okay, that has escaped me a little bit. And I remember that I'll tell you that. Um, so th that's the businesses that we want to be in. So corporate strategy has to do with the direction of the whole organization. What businesses do we want to be in? What sub uh, strategies do we want to be in? Like for instance, now banking is changing. Even telecommunication firms are changing now. Now you see that they are becoming financial institutions. They are becoming insurance companies because MTN. Um, Vodafone, Airtel, Tigo, traditionally they were in the business of data and calls. So they, that is what they were in. But gradually over time, they entered the financial industry by starting with the mobile money. Then later on, they have entered into the insurance industry. Now they do insurance. So it, that is the corporate strategy. What kind of businesses do we be in? So it can be a group company or it can be a single company. Then at a corporate level, we decide what kind of various businesses do we be in or should we be in. So at a corporate level, there are about five elements that we need to consider at a corporate level. Five elements. The first one is deciding the purpose of the entity. So why do we exist? The purpose. 
Number two, deciding the scope of the activities of the entity. What kind of activities do we undertake as a company? Then, matching the activities to the, to the external environment and also its available resources. Very important. Then, matching the purpose and the activities of the organization to the expectation of the owners. And then five, matching the purpose and the activities to the expectation of other stakeholders. So, corporate strategy. I said it could be a group of companies asking themselves, what kind of businesses do we enter? Or it can be an organization like MTN Ghana asking, what businesses do we go into? Okay, we are providing data and internet. We can do mobile money. It's another segment of the business. We can do insurance, IO insurance. We can do, um, um, what else do they do? Mobile money, insurance. Then sometimes they, they, they partner with a lot of companies to run uh, adverts, to give promotional things also out. So that is what businesses should we be in. That's corporate level. The second one has to do with business strategy. So corporate strategy. Then we come to business strategy. Now, the business strategy can also be mentioned or stated as competitive strategy. Competitive strategy. Now, this is concerned with how each strategic business unit within the entity contributes towards the achievement of the corporate strategy. Now, so when we say strategic business unit, what do we mean? Now, strategic business units can be um, a dedicate, dedicated segment of a business or uh, another business in the group of the company. So if I come to group Indium, GN Insurance is a strategic business unit when we come to GN Group. When we come to uh, um, um, GN Savings and Loans, it's a strategic business unit under GN Group. Now, when we come to MTN Ghana, we can say their mobile money segment is a strategic business unit because it's a whole segment of a business. They have a whole management for, for, for that segment. Then we can say the IO insurance segment and other insurance companies that they are with. It's also there. So that is the strategic business unit. The strategic business unit. So how does these strategic business units contribute to the corporate strategy? Very important. Now, according to Michael Porter, a successful competitive strategy must be based on either cost leadership or differentiation. Now, we will look at this later on under Porter's generic um, strategies that we take into consideration in order to be competitive in our environment. So it has to do with, all right, how should GN insurance, what strategies must GN insurance put in place in order to gain competitive advantage in the insurance industry? What strategies should GN savings and loans take into consideration or put in place in order to gain competitive advantage in the savings and loans or the finance industry? When it comes to MTN Ghana, when it comes to MTN mobile money, what strategies should they, should they implement in order to gain competitive in the mobile money industry so that everybody wants to have mobile money and not uh, uh, MTN mobile money and not Vodafone cash or Airtel Tigo cash? When it comes to their data and internet connectivity, segment what kind of strategies do they undertake so that people will prefer to use the mtn sim card to make calls to do uh to do data bundle these are the strategies so here michael porter suggests that okay to help those strategic business units in order to gain competitive advantage to contribute to the corporate uh direction of the entire company in order to maximize their wealth they can decide to be cost leadership 
Now, as I mentioned, we'll be going through this later on, but to be a cost leadership simply means that to be the lowest cost producer in the industry. So you have the lowest cost of data. So people pay less amount of money, but they get a huge amount of data. And um, I think recently, Etel Tigo is doing something that their data never expired. I'm not, I'm not on that, but that, that is also that is a strategy. So being the lowest cost producer or being differentiation. Now differentiation is charging a premium price, but by but adding other auxiliary services. So like for instance, uh, 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 cost leadership. Like we can have a salon and we can say, okay, in our salon, when you do uh, when you come and do washing or you come and baba your hair, we're gonna take uh, uh, let's say ten Ghana cities, right? That's it. Your hair your beer that's all you get up and go away now you can go to another place they will tell you that all right when you come to a salon we charge you 50 Ghana cities and when we charge you 50 Ghana cities we do a couple of grooming for you so in addition to your hair we're going to do some facial therapy we're going to do some medicure uh, manicure and pedicure for you so that means that that is differentiation so you are paying one price but you are going to be enjoying what a lot of services so Michael Porter is saying that at the business strategy level, each strategic business unit must identify either you want to be a cost leadership strategy or you want to be a differential strategy or must adopt either a cost leadership or differential strategy. We also have the focus strategy in order to gain competitive advantage in that segment, in that industry, so that it can contribute to the corporate strategy. That is what we are talking about here. So corporate strategy, what businesses do we be in or do we want, should we be in? Business strategy, what strategies and how strategic business units contribute to the main um, strategy of the company. And then the third one is functional or operational strategies. Functional or operational strategies. Now, functional operational strategy, this refers to the specific strategies for different departments of the business. Listen to that carefully. This refers to the specific strategies for different departments of the business. The purpose should be to support the business strategies and corporate strategies of the organization. In other words, when it comes to the insurance um, Company. So when we go to GN Insurance, they have various departments in GN Insurance. When we come to GN Savings and Loans, we have various departments in GN Savings and Loans. Functional or operational strategy has to do with what strategies to each department put in place in order for them to um, gain competitive advantage to help the business strategies to be achieved so that the corporate strategies should be achieved. So let me give you an example. Um, when we come to the um, savings and loans we are let, let, maybe let's come to the insurance we have the marketing department um, um, we may have other departments so the marketing department will be okay what kind of products do we bring on board and how do we sell those products to people all right then um, maybe let's go to I don't know much about insurance I don't know why so let's go to finance. I think I, I could do better in finance. Okay, so let's go to the GN savings and loans. They may have a lot of department in GN savings and loans. They may have the loan or credit department. They may have the um, investment department. They may have the 
uh, retail department or whatever it is. Now, so each of these departments must design a strategy to put in place. Okay, so loan. How do we define, design strategy so that we can give more people loans and people who are going to be paying so that we make more money? What kind of strategies do we undertake? Okay, investment. How do we go out there, encourage people to invest in the company? Because remember, we cannot give loan if there are no investments. So how do we bring that in? So you see that the, the departments must be working together. So what strategies that each of these departments use specifically to help to achieve the business strategy to gain competitive advantage in the industry so that when, it, when we say, okay, we want an investment company, uh, a financial institution that is investment oriented, then we can talk about data bank or we can talk about Ecobank because their investments are highly profitable or highly interest. So with that thing, they can decide to be a cost leadership or a differential strategy. A very key strategy that uh, could be used in those segments, for instance, uh, um, in the in the financial institution will be for instance a financial institution can be can decide to be the lowest cost producer when we say the lowest cost uh, or cost leadership strategy what it means is that they may have the lowest loan facility uh, in the country so maybe on the average every company is charging uh, let's say 25 percent on their loans so our financial institution can decide to give it out as 22 percent what that happens is that people are going to come in, take the loan, and we are going to what, make more money. So we can decide to be the cost producer there. Then we can decide to do differentiation. Differentiation is where we're going to be charging premium by but rendering other auxiliary services. So what does that mean? What it means is that everybody is charging 25%, but we were going to charge 27%. Now, why are we charging 27%? Every loan applicant, we are going to give you a specialized officer that is going to advise you, uh, um, uh, guide you in your business strategies and take your business to another level. So look at that strategy. Look at that strategy. That is a million dollar strategy though. So everybody is charging 25% but boom, we're going to charge 27%. But in charging 27%, this is what we're going to do. We're going to provide you with an officer who is business oriented, who will help you in your accounting who will help you in developing business module and who will help you to take your business to another level so that the loan doesn't go waste what happens is that we have differentiated ourselves in the in the industry now the lowest cost producer will attract a couple of people then the uh, differential strategy will also attract a couple of people so that is what we have to understand about the three levels of strategy Corporate level, what businesses should we be in, either an entity or a group of entity. Business, <coughs> sorry, business level, what strategies do the strategic business units, either in an entity or in a group of company, put in place in order to gain competitive advantage. And then functional level, what strategies specifically should each department within the business uh, within each business segment or each strategic business unit put in place in order to help to achieve the business strategy so that we can achieve what the corporate strategy of the organization so these are the three levels of strategy the next thing to talk about is the elements of strategy elements of strategy so let's look at that quickly elements of strategy.
All right, so what are the elements of strategy? There are three elements. Now, we're going to be doing a lot of three, three, three things here. So we did three hierarchical um, levels of strategy, corporate level, strategic business unit or competitive level, and then functional or operational level. The next thing we want to look at is um, elements of strategic management. So when we talk about strategic management, there are three elements that we need to look out for three elements of strategic management. Now, this is also from Johnson, Scholes, and Whittington, okay? This is also from them. According to them, they state that there are three elements of strategic management, or strategic management consists three elements. We, so, we're going to be discussing or talking about that in the next video on elements of strategy. So, I'll see you in the next video as we continue with our studies.